This is the Louis Bolina Show. It is Tuesday. I'm going to stick with that final hour. That means Olin Buchanan. He's of the Texax, Texax Radio, Texax.com universe. He's joining us here inside the Charles Schwab studio. How's your world, brother? Oh, it, it it's good. You know, there's always things going on to keep us busy. But uh, So what do you write good. about when everything's up in the air? Because that everything's okay, up I'll, in the air. <laughs> explain. Go ahead. Well, this fascinates me. You know, like yesterday, you write what comes up. Yesterday, Mike Gundy was available on a press conference. So you write something about Mike Gundy. Um, Did you ask him how he could fail so bad in such a bad conference? Uh, no, I didn't. You got, I thought you were the tough question guy. Well, I didn't even ask him a question. Tell you. I just listened and said what he had to say. I figured what I was interested in he would talk about. But, um, you know, we saw the... Uh, that they're getting into the Texas Bowl. So on uh, Sunday, I wrote my thoughts about getting into the Texas Bowl. How, and I know you're going to agree with this. How the game itself is really unnecessary, but at least it gives Mike Elko a chance to observe who really wants to play. Get an idea who your real competitors are. Who's going to play just because you're out there to play. And who, who and maybe get an idea of what what kind of guy might mail it in, and that I think it tells you a lot. So, um, at some point, we'll have there'll be some more news. Um, I think everybody's wondering about who will be the offense coordinator, defense coordinator, but you know you you can't. Everybody's create. wondering about every position right now. Yeah, but, but there's you, nine assistants left to be officially hired. <sighs> Yeah, you, you, but you can't create the news, right? You can say, uh, well, you shouldn't create the Thank news. Thank you. That's much better stated. Um, so, so from what I understand, they've uh, expected to hire the Duke offensive line coach and 1145, 1140-ish, uh, Matt Zenitz, 247. Uh, Duke O-line coach Adam Cushing, Duke cornerbacks uh, coach, former A&M analyst, Ishmael Aristide, both expected to be uh, he did some on the really interesting staff. recruiting when he was here before. Which one, Aristide? Yeah, uh, in my in Florida, he, he yeah he he gave him a really good presence there. Um, so, so you know, I think that's that's the next thing we're going to be talking about. I tell you, tell you the truth, uh, I spend a lot of my time right now doing articles that may never show up because I'm writing about oh. But, Joe Blow uh, announced on whatever day that he will not play in the in the in the Texas Bowl. Sure. Right? So to have it ready, just in case, and you don't know which player, so you got to do a whole bunch of them, just in case they decide not to play, or if, in case they decide to forego their eligibility and enter the draft. So you have to have all those stories ready. So I'm doing a lot of that right now. It's just getting ready and writing things they may never see the light of day, but if they do. Oh, you have to be up, prepared, don't let's you? Just update it, hit a button, and we got it up there. Is that similar to like newspapers? Uh, a famous celebrity uh, gets sick, but oh. and they his impending passing or her impending mm-hmm. passing, and someone who's been historically sick too, they have like pre-prepared uh, obituaries, right? Well, yeah, when I was in Austin, we had uh, we had the Daryl Royal bit written ten years before he died, and it all makes sense. It all makes sense. So, you know, it's, yeah. And you do those in slow times of year. 
you know, when you're looking for something to do, well, hey, let's get prepared for so-and-so. I have put forth today that the Aggie fan base right now is kind of, I'm seeing them taking cheap shot of players as they're leaving, and there's just a lot of behavior right now, I think, that's a little, it's unsettled. Pe- people need concrete. Who'd they take cheap shots at? Um, One of the players that transferred, now I just repost stuff, okay. right? I don't have opinions. I mean, good luck to them all. And they just said, you know, another backup, like, and I think that's taking a cheap shot at a player. A kid comes here and maybe he never starts. Yeah. But he practiced every day. He helped make the starters better. I think he deserves better well, than I, that. I agree with that. Um, I think what what that comes from, because up until last year, I think that's pretty much what you got from Aggies whenever you hear about a guy leaving. Or, well, hey, I wish him the best. Thank you for what you did. But I think that really does stem from last year – the national narrative created from the national media was to mock a and Hey, look at all those players leaving. Look at look at uh, yeah, they got look at a and They got thirty players for that recruiting class that were gone. And then you started looking at it, uh, and of those players, only Haynes King really had a significant impact where he went for the most part. So I think that's almost damage control. Uh, Don't I, use the kids to damage control. Well, I mean, if he was a career backup, okay, you know, you're not you're not lying, but uh, I still like the idea or, or the approach of saying, "Hey, thank you for your contribution. Best of luck." And or you don't s- comment at all, and you save that. Uh, but like I said, I know I think I know where it comes from, and you save it for when. That guy who's trying to get his clicks says, because you can always say, I've talked to people in national media, and I was in the national media. I'm telling you, you can always, if you need clicks, I've said, go ahead. All you got to do is write something negative about AM, and Aggies are all over it. Said this for 15, I had in the show for 24, said it 25 years. They purposely provoke AM fans. Because AM fans will always take the bait. And we try to tell them, say, look, just, just the best revenge is to, is to leave it alone, to not click on it. I know a guy or a person who worked in Fort Worth, and they'd tell you that they have to get X amount of cl- clicks a month to be able to have job yes. security. And yes. there was this one columnist that always said if he was down on clicks, if it was coming to the top – End of the month. He had to make his quota. And he had to make his quota. He would always, always write an anti-A&M column because he always knew that Aggies will always take the bait. And you tell them that, and they say, yeah, 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 I get it. And next month, it'll be the same reaction. And I know Aggies are proud, and I get it. And and they want to defend their program and, and, and point out things. I get it. But... They haven't figured out yet that they're being played and they allow themselves to get played every month. I think you're the perfect person to talk about this because here's what you said is 100% correct. I've, I've been echoing that. I've been saying that myself 20 years. But I also think we have changing times. I feel like fans are starting to get bitter and they're starting to get upset by the portal in that they're being betrayed. They're, the kids are turning on their favorite school. I think... That money. I don't, I, I don't think the student-athletes are being seen as amateurs anymore. Well, Pro not. athletes are fair game. They're They've not. always been fair game. It's true. But now the student-athletes are being treated like pro-athletes. Well, they are. And pro-athletes have always been fair game. 
when what I mean is 18 to 21, temper what you say, don't be personal. I mean, it's always been kitty glovish. Uh-huh. Should have been the standard. It has been the primary standard. But pro athletes have always been, hey, you got crooked teeth, your girlfriend's ugly, and you drive a bad car. There's no way it's going to work here. I mean, it's always been gloves off with pro athletes. And I feel like because of NIL and Portal is making fans a little jumpy and jittery, we're changing the rules of student athletes. We are. And, and quite frankly, I think it's warranted. Uh, now, again, I would keep things in perspective. You know, but if you want to – look, as a student athlete, you're going to say, okay, I want to come here, but I'm going to get the NIL package. And then the next year you're going into the portal. Why? Because you want a better NIL package. You are a professional athlete at that at that point, and therefore you should be subject to the same criticism as a professional athlete because you are a professional athlete. And on top of that, you're also, if you want it, you're getting all the things that come with a scholarship. And, and I'm not talking about the education, which is what you should be uh, number one. And by the way, that's valuable. I look. I, I'm, we're paying. A huge amount every every semester. I know what it's how much it costs to send somebody to school, but you're also getting your room, board, your uh, you get uh, all meals, your expenses all covered plus nil. Yes. So if 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 you're gonna as a player or even as a coach of a player, if you're gonna recoil because of criticism, well then you're asking to have your cake and eat it too. And and to be fair, NFL players now or professional players now are acting like, well, I should be above criticism from fans or or even media. What? What are you talking about? Did you see the thing with the uh, Jamal uh, Adams? No. Okay. So so somebody who was in the New York media took a picture, or or he didn't take it, but he he texted or was whatever the word is down. You know, posted, posted. Okay. A picture of Jamal Adams getting beat on by the Cowboys. Uh, CC uh, Lamb, Jake Ferguson. Okay, because they've been jawing each other the whole game, and Ferguson catches the pass that gives A and M. I'm A and M gives the Cowboys the, the the it was eventual game winner, and somebody just put he put that and he and he put something like uh, I'm trying to remember, it's one word like terrible that wasn't the word he put but it was it was a little stronger something like something like i mean something along those lines so adams then goes into social media and finds this guy's profile finds a picture of this guy's wife puts the picture of the guy's wife on social media and puts terrible well, the oh. Seahawks. Well, well, first of all, he the the player Adams made it personal, right? Understand. You, you went out to do your you job. You didn't even attack him. And you got you beat. attacked the dude's wife, right? Because you, but because he, you were terrible. You were terrible. You went out and you got your jaw in the whole game. You got beat on the on the play that helped the, your opponent win the game. Uh oh. So so this is a guy that thinks, okay, I'm supposed to make millions of dollars. Fans are supposed to be able to pay tons of money to be able to see me play. They're going to jack up uh, – uh, uh, manufacturers are going to jack up the price. Why? Because you're paying indirectly what they're paying that guy to endorse the product. All these things are inv- – so – and then as an athlete, you want to get all that, but you want to be uh, immune. immune from criticism when you fail. 
Well, that back in the day, that was like, hey, th- th- that was part of the deal. You're going to do the radio. Some people are going to hate your guts for 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 having an opinion. You can't get your feelings hurt over it. That's part of the deal. Now, if they were, to, if the guy would have come at Jamal Anderson's family, fair game to go back at his family. You're right. Same Did he call Jamal a bad name? No. No. He said, again, terrible wasn't the word, but I can't think of what the word was. But anyway, I'm going on, on, on a rant. The, the point is that player, college players are going to be subject to criticism now because they are professionals. I've always thought criticism of their play like was fair game. But again, it's more expansive than that. It was weird. You know, in the I would say before NIL and uh, NIL and the portal, like you almost criticized athletes anonymously, where you criticized units more than individuals. Mm-hmm. It was always you wanted to avoid being personal in almost any way because because they're eighteen, right. they're nineteen. You know, the adults that were salary were say different. Eighteen and nineteen, even though they're usually the players are usually twenty one and twenty two. But I get you what you point. Well, heck, point. they're leaving early. They're usually eighteen, nineteen, and twenty. They're playing early now. Well, you got to be three years out of high school. So it makes you 21. Wait a minute. 18, 19, 20. I got them still well, I'm 20. saying you're I'm 18 when you're in high school. But anyway. Yeah. So, so but you get po- what I'm saying? Yes. It's just, it's so different. The, and again, I think there's an anger on the fan base. Angry that they're portaling out. You know, if you're a group, I said this before, if you're a group of five fan, you should quit right now. Well, Look at what's happening. Well, My team wins a championship and every player leaves. The portal. It's so devastating. The portal is a good idea that was not set up well. Uh, it was set up in abused. a hurry by each, like, right. the NCAA and their usual, oh, wow, we really have to do this? I mean, they, they have years of, of foreknowledge on everything that happens, but they choose to put their head in the sand on, hey, look at NIL. They, they've they never mishandled, I think, any, no, the Miami case was the only thing they've mishandled greater than NIL. I mean, it's just such a disaster. So, all right. I just I don't want to rent the whole show, but it just the changing tones. I like college, man. I like college cuz they're amateur athletes. I, I, I liked college cuz it was different than pro. And everything just keeps gravitating including the fans towards pro. I'll tell you this. I would now would more and more I think I would be more apt than I to your point. Uh before, let's say a guy misses a block, and your quarterback gets injured because of it. All right? I'm more apt now to say, identify the player that missed the block instead of just writing, well, inconsistent offensive line play. Okay. And you're, thank you, because you're expressing exactly what I'm saying. Right. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's going beyond the fan base. The media before, it, you were more likely to go with the unit than the individual because he was a kid, a young adult, whatever word you want. But, but now, when, yeah, when you got a player, now you get paid. Now you got players that are taking the that that are approaching their coaches and whatnot and saying, "Okay, I'm going to go into the transfer portal unless I can find an NIL deal that's going to pay me X amount." Unless you give me a raise. A lot of times, you know, give me a raise. Now you don't have to worry about it. Then they go and, in the portal, and, and in theory. The coach is supposed to have nothing to do with NIL, but we all know that the program now, they, they should just – in fact, NCAA, if they're in charge, who knows what's charged, should just say, look, yes, you can have a payroll. Yes, you can you can, you can can set up a budget and decide – you know, yes, you can, you can do your NIL. I read earlier today 
Didn't have a chance to print it. NCAA has come up with a proposal. And listen to this. This is awesome. Subdivision of D1. Subdivision of FBS. Where all NIL is, uh, oh gosh, school-handled, school-managed, university-paid, everything that we've ever talked about. Everything we know it will be someday, no matter what. Here's the problem, though. It's from the NCAA. That means it'll be NCAA-governed. You know it won't work. Well, here's what's going to happen eventually. It's I, I don't. I, I'm surprised we're not here. Break yet. off an autonomy. Yes, we know yeah, that. I'm but, surprised it happened. Why are they yet. waiting? They, you're, why are they waiting? The NCAA gave Greg Sankey and his commission the opportunity to write its own rules, and that committee had their first round was garbage. I'm like, wait a minute, what just happened? They gave them the rule, the chance to set up the rules, and they want more teams in the NCAA basketball. I mean, the things they came up with for round one were so comical. I just don't understand what's going on at all. Is everybody in this holding patterns that if no one moves, nothing happens? Well, I think what it is, as much as anything, I mean, it's just a a guess why they don't break off, is everybody still likes the NCAA tournament in basketball as it is. They still like the College World Series as it is. They still like the uh, Softball World Series. You see what I'm getting at? It's every sport but football. Now, football pays all the bills, but that doesn't mean I don't still want all that money from basketball. I think you're on the right path. Where they, okay, they just want the football money. They don't want to deal with the other sports. They don't want to govern. They don't want to set up the personnels and all the different sites and managing. They they just want to do football. Everything else is in the way. I think that's kind of the reality of the breakoff conferences right. and the breakoff schools. Because it's not that they're even happy with the current structure of the tournament for baseball, softball, both baskets, they don't care. They don't want any piece of it in the world. They just, they want to, if they could, they just want to leave that with the NCAA and just be left alone to do whatever they want with football. And, I, and that's not acceptable. I guarantee it's going to happen. Now, I thought it happened already. I still think it'll happen, hopefully, in my lifetime because that means it'll maybe be 20 years from now. But um, that that they finally, which they've done to some degree, but they're going to go all in and say, you know, we're Texas A&M, we're Texas, Alabama, LSU. Why are we in a in a, a, a an organization? Conference. Oh, sorry. Why are we in an organization that has to also consider what Louisiana Lafayette, UAB, thank you, are doing? This is cyclical. D one has reached this 130, 150 in football point before, and every time it cracks in half. Because it's impossible to survive. And, and, and again, they're at 133 now. You're going to have 20-team conferences, which is which don't work. You will never get a football schedule right in a 20-team conference. None of this is going to work. And what you're going to end up happening is we just got provided it. In order just to make the uh, the paying of players right, and, and gosh, I don't even know if they have 60 teams that can afford what that really means when they do it, D1 will break in half again to about – 60 to 70 that can afford it. This is cyclical. Again, D1 has reached 150 before. What I wonder, will this eventually lead with the domino effect, right? Because will it eventually lead to fewer sports? What I'm saying is there's only so much money. NIL leads to fewer sports. So You have to fund the collectives and the raises. Less sports will be part of NIL. And maybe I say, okay, well, the first step is maybe we're going to Cut from 85 scholarships to 80. Coach, you can get by on 80 scholarships and walk-ons. Okay, so now we, we only got – well, if we do that, now we only have we, – we can drop 
that that's five women's scholarships we can drop. So now we've taken out ten. Well, what if we was to drop men's cross country? You know, what if we were to drop a question? You know, something. If we drop this, then we can drop. You know, so I and it's all because. I only have a certain amount of money, and a big part of it has to go to NIL. We saw sports drop for facilities. Sports will be dropped for NIL. It's just the reality Maybe, of it. Maybe, because can you keep can No, you keep there's only so much on, money. On your, um, the people that have their names your, on the buildings are already giving all they have. And look, we live in a world where money's tighter than ever. The money, look, the expendable funds, the, hey, I'm going to give a $100 million gift for football fund is shrinking. It's not getting bigger. You would think. We'll be right back. Louie, Olin, we don't have a fancy name. We just kind of hang out Tuesdays here on the Louie Bolina Show, and we hang out inside the Charles Schwab studio. It is the Louie Bolina Show. It is presented by B&B Automotive and Superior Auto Service. Tuesdays, 1 to 1.30-ish-ish. Olin Buchanan, he's with Texags, Texags Radio, texags.com. So if A&M beats Oklahoma State in the Texas Bowl, does that mean they're undefeated next year? No. Are you sure? I'm sure. Okay. I just, you but, know, I saw a headline that said, you know, victory in Texas Bowl indicator future success. Well, I summed it up, and I and I kind of went, huh. No. It I, I see that not at all. It doesn't indicate. Well, first of all, you got to understand that, I know you know this, he who writes the articles is not he who writes the headlines. Yes, but isn't the person who writes the article allowed to like punch the headline guy in the head? Well, there's been times in the past where you know I've, you know I've known headline writers and and uh, story writers to to, to have conflicts. Um, I think that kind of what I already talked about. If you're if you're wanting to um, get a foothold or uh, get it not not a foothold, get a uh, uh, quick head start you can get an idea as a new coach what you've got like it's just the same things i said about hey i'm gonna watch this and i want to get an idea who's who's playing hard for a meaningless bowl game just because he's a competitor i'm gonna find that out i mean if if uh torian york goes out and is playing his butt off in a meaningless Texas Bowl, what does that tell you? But if I'm not going to say any kind of name, but let's say a guy out there and he looks like he's going through the motions, what does that tell you? I would like probably to start, tells me I need to find somebody that can replace that guy that looks like he's going through the motions. I would like to start all the backups and not even travel any of the starters probably, and just get ready for next year. I wouldn't risk one injury to one player. That means anything towards winning one game in 2024. So, I don't want to risk anything in a just absolute worthless bowl game. You, you said Torian Yark. If, if he yanks an ankle and misses spring, I would hate myself for playing him in that game. Well, first of all, I don't think you, you should ever go into a, any kind of game playing scared. A bowl game, I disagree with. You're right. You're 100% right. It's a bowl, and it's not just any bowl game. You're going to have some coach calling plays who might not even be with the team once the clock hits zero. I mean, I, I would look at it as a as a player. I mean, this is a great opportunity for me to show what I'm about because yeah, there's going to be there's going to be backups playing because well, first of all, uh, Anias isn't going to be playing. He's got a broken finger, right? So who's going to take his spot? 
Good question. Is because we be don't know all tease? the wide receivers that might be out. Right. So, uh, yeah, well, anybody else is out. Uh, who's going to take their spot? But, you know, I know what you're saying about meaningless bowl games. I get that. Uh, but there's still something that says you're in that uniform and there are people that are paying your NIL and other thing, and that scholarship, if you're not getting NIL, that are going to that game. And I think as the coach, you owe something to those people to put out a the the best team you can put out there and to try to win. I don't. I think it's disservice to the university. I think it's a service to the sport. I think it's disservice to your fans and your donors and everybody else that you ask so much of to say. No, I'm not even going to try to win this. I'm going to, or I'm going to uh, tell guys not to play, and we're just going to go through the motions in the Texas Bowl because we don't think it's a big game. So, the hell with you, fan, who who uh, buys tickets and buys merchandise, everything, because we don't think this game matters. So, so we don't care about representing you. I think Georgia and Alabama, if it's not the college football playoff. If you're if you're only ninety nine percent, they don't play you. A third of their teams going NFL anyway. Well, that's I good, think they don't try, and I don't think their fans get upset. The, the fans, all right. The I think fans understand that there are players that uh, if they're hurt, they don't want to. You know, if there's a, a, a an injury, you don't want to make it worse. Or if they're on their way to the uh, NFL, you know, they, they opt out. Coach can do nothing about the players yeah. that opt out. You can, I can't help that. Right. But you were suggesting that a coach take guys that are starters, that are projected starters for next year, and say, don't even play because uh, I don't even want to risk you getting hurt in this game. So we're just leaving you home. And I say no because that's just, to me that's just an ultimate uh, fu to every fan that buys tickets, that buys stuff because they're a fan of that team. Uh, that, that's the same people that you're asking them to give donations and to contribute to NIL and to do all these things. I get but, you. But there's a game that's. I just think that if the fans understand the process, they're cool. If with you're it. to that point, if you're to that point, you might as well just cancel every bowl game that doesn't that's not involved in the uh, in the playoff. playoff. Yeah. And, that, and it may come to that. It might. Oh, ESPN needs content. That'll never happen. But I'm just huh. saying. Saying, That's all bowls are for the most part to me. It, They're content for ESPN during the holidays. You know, like a couple of years ago, Jimbo Fisher just opts his has his yep. team opt out of the game. Yep. Because he doesn't have a quarterback. But yet he had a quarterback that was practicing the whole time before they opted out. But yes, you're right. I mean he had one guy with COVID, one guy was supposedly injured, another guy was uh suspended. But they always tell you that the 15 practices or however many practices, 12 invaluable. practices are invaluable. But I'm not going to play. All right. Um, why not? Because you might lose? Because they had so many players go pro, didn't they? They knew they were going to lose. So um, I think that set a, a, a bad example. I think that if Mike Elko was to tell all his guys, uh, hey, Basantis, I think you're a starter next year. Stay home. Uh, Foster, I think you're a starter next year. Stay home. Uh, you know, and go down the list. Man, if that happens, I'm out. Well, but that's kind of what you I just suggested. You. I'm having fun. Relax yeah. a little. Yeah. But so I think that, uh, yeah, I think that's, 
I, I think that's a would be that approach would be a, and I don't think he would do that. But I think that would approach would be a slap in the face for every fan, every donor that's contributed to the program. That well, um, this game doesn't mean enough to us. So yeah, we're going to show up. We're going to represent you, but we're really not going to give our best. I'm at a broken point. I just want to win, and whatever the coach tells me is part of the process of winning is all I care about at this point. And if he says, you know, these starters were only 98%, I don't want to risk them. I need them for the full spring, my first spring. I would respect the process at and this I point. Would, and I would retort and say the absolute best way to, to win is to find competitors, guys that really compete. You want your warriors and gladiators. And what better way to find out who is – at heart, a competitor than watching them compete in a game that doesn't matter because it still matters to them. Because it, they're put, hey, as long as I'm putting on that maroon jersey and that helmet, it matters to me. If it's the same Oklahoma State team we saw against South Alabama and Texas, the game will be over quick enough. Well, maybe so, maybe so. But again, I I, I just find. I would be looking. I think that's what the value in this game. The value in this game See is to find it. the guys who will compete, no matter what the circumstances are. Maybe I'm just too old and no, no. I, I look. If we would do a poll, I think the majority agree with you. I, I think you're effectively correct. I just I've crossed over, like I just said, to a point where all I really care about anymore is winning. The whole the, how the sausage is made part. Is starting to bore me because I've just seen five different coaches at A and M fail to make sausage. So, if 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 not wasting co- players' energy or risking them to injury in an absolute meaningless in the universe, okay, bowl game is the answer. Do it. Don't care about what the fans think anymore. I'm tired of hearing about. We need a coach that gets it, and we need to do this, and we need to do that. When none of it's worked, and how long now? I don't care. Yeah, right, right. I'm, but what I'm saying is, and I think you, you know, you understand that. I'm saying is, yes, you want to win. Everybody wants to see, and we're tired of this, right? But my take is one of the first step is finding out who your real competitors are, who's going to play who's with passion. Who are the dogs? Who's going to play with passion and ferocity even in a meaningless game? You find that, you find guys you can win with. Olin, we got a long offseason, don't we? Yeah, we do. Like every Tuesday, there's just a new chunk, a new element, a new piece. Be amazing, brother. All right, we'll see you. When we return, I don't have a clue. This is the Louis Bellina Show, presented by B&B Automotive and Superior Auto Service. The sounds no one's ever heard. Still to come. As we head down the stretch, the finish line. Up next, 151, mascot of the week with Long Way Home Adoptables, April Plemons, a dog, a cat, an animal. I'm looking for a permanent home. Mascot of the week every Tuesday at 151. Got a text message I got to share with you. Jeff in College Station. Showing my age, but do you remember Moby from 97 Rocks? Of course. Absolutely. Eli at KTSR was awesome. He's a really good friend of mine. Did Thanksgiving with Eli and his wife. He made uh, the, the the Cajun turkey. Oh, and it was spectacular. 
Eli was a good friend of mine. Jeff in College Station went on to say, Miss my KTSR. Still have my T-shirt. Do you have the tie-dye? It was absolutely phenomenal. Eli was a good friend of mine, and I remember Moby well. I uh, born and raised, bred, yes, rock and roll. I wanted, <laughs> you know, I derailed myself in the lunch hour, and it was an exercise that we started. I never came close to finishing. Take this year's college football playoff rankings. What conference will they be in next year? I did this last night. This will never happen because the committee is garbage. Because the committee is a lie. But here's the truth. Next year, this is what it looks like. Michigan's in the Big Ten. Washington will be in the Big Ten. Texas will be in the SEC. Alabama is in the SEC. Florida State will belong to a conference that's a hunk of garbage. Georgia, SEC, Ohio State, Big Ten, Oregon, Big Ten, Missouri, SEC, Penn State, Big Ten, Mississippi, SEC, Oklahoma, SEC, LSU, SEC. 12 of the top 13 teams are from the SEC or Big Ten. Next year starts a 12-team playoff. 11 of the top 12 are from the SEC, Big Ten. 11 of the top 12 teams are next year's SEC, Big Ten. This whole thing with the playoff college football committee, the system. Next year, the automatic berths already tell you it's not about the best 12 or deserving 12 because you're going to have an automatic bid for the ACC that has one team inside of this year's top 12, top 13, one team from the ACC. We know the Pac-12 will be no more. There's not a single Big 12 team remaining. Matter of fact, a non-Texas or OU Big 12 team pops up at number 20 in Oklahoma State. And that's a joke. That's comedy. Kansas State's at 25. Those would be the top two next year at 20. And one of them will get an automatic berth or Utah, Arizona. Now, the committee will lie. Isn't it going to be awesome to see like a two-loss Utah from the Big 12 ranked like five to justify one of the top five automatic bids. We know better. But just look at this year's rankings of where these teams are going to be is the truth. Now, some of these teams will be left out next year because the committee's going to have to rank it to justify it. And just how do I say this correctly? not embarrass itself for existing the system and process of the 12 team playoff all the teams and now I'm going to use words we don't normally use I never do all the teams that deserve I don't think anyone deserves anything in sports it's earned on the scoreboard it's earned on the field deserve is garbage but all the teams that deserve to be in the college football playoff will the automatic berth will take care of that conference champions 
And then you have the seven at-large slots. Teams are going to slap each other to death over 10, 11, 12. Sorry, you got two or more losses. You're not a conference champ. Why do I care? Once you pick up your second loss of the year, deserve no longer applies. You can't tell me a two-loss team deserves anything in relation to the college football playoff next year. So remember this year as the reality. We're 12 of 13 from the SEC or Big Ten future. Because next year, ooh, there'll be three Big 12 teams magically in the Big 12. Uh, Three Big 12 teams in the top 12. Not really, but the committee will make it so. Look at, uh, here's this example. Missouri at 10 and 2 is 9 this year in the college football playoff poll. They have to be. They're anchoring uh, Alabama at 4. Even though they didn't play, that's not the point. It's anchoring the conference. Next year, exact same everything. Missouri might be lucky to be 16. They're going to get screwed. That's the future that awaits us. We need to change the committee. If you've never been associated, affiliated with football in any way, you should not be on the college football committee. Period. If this whole thing about head coaches and former head coaches, if they're kind of 20 years removed, are they really current on the game? I heard the committee members, Chairman Boo, talk a lot about the coaches on our committee said. If their opinion, insight was that valuable, I think they'd still be coaching. And I'm not saying that all former coaches should be booted, but if you're a former coach and it's over 20 years, do you actually have that amazing insight, knowledge of the game today? You've never worked in IL Portal. Right? I mean, they'd have a better chance of understanding it than me. I accept that. But they shouldn't be on the college football playoff committee. If we don't change the committee, the process never gets better. Because the committee is humans, and humans make errors. Humans make mistakes. Humans will always be prejudiced and biased. And that's okay. We're humans. We have to change how the committee members are committee members. How did we ever end up with a committee that had five affiliated to the ACC? Didn't do anything for Florida State. But how was that allowed to happen? Originally from the beginning, we had five power five conferences. Well, if the ACC got five, that means that there needed to be 25 slots for equal representation. So all five power fives, five times five is 25. What about the group of five? Do they get five? So there needed to be 30 to be equal of five each. How did they end up with five of 13 being from the ACC? Common sense says, if you can get no affiliate, how? That's tough. But if you're going to have five, it needs to be five for everybody. It needs to be equal. You need to be picking that way, thinking that way, charting, processing that way. Five of 13 are ACC. Why? 
Now, I understand everyone's scared of the SEC, but if I want to have the best football knowledge on the committee, why in the wide, wide world of sports am I not going to load it with SEC people? You know, people have told me, and I haven't Googled it, that football just means more in the SEC. So why wouldn't I go to the best college football conference for over a decade with the most conference champions in the modern era where even minus Vanderbilt at every school in the league, it means more to maybe enhance our football insight. The ACC has five out of 13 better committee members equals better committee. Get people that know football and not know football 20 years ago. That's the start. Maybe tomorrow, maybe as time plays out towards next year. Because remember, 12-team playoff, we still have a committee. When we return, ooh, puppy kitten, I don't know yet. Our mascot of the week, thanks to Long Way Home Adoptables. Real quick, you got time to text me, 979-693-1150. Light up the Texas Mobile One Lube Express inbox. Each Tuesday here on the Louis Bellina Show, presented by B&B Automotive and Superior Auto Service, we wrap things up with our mascot of the week. It's thanks to Longway Home Adoptables. April is brought in. There's some animals that are so puppy that it hurts. I mean, ragingly puppy. Yeah. Who is our puppy puppy mascot of the week? This week I brought you Whitaker. And he is a Chihuahua mix. Um, we're going to say like 10 weeks old, I believe he is. So he's gotten his puppy vaccines. He's ready to go. He's part of a litter of five. But unfortunately, something that happens with puppies, I don't know that we've ever talked about before, is female puppies are much more likely to get adopted. I had no clue. I had no clue. Yes. Because when I see puppy, I, I think I've told you before, all dogs are male and all uh-huh. cats are <laughs> females. So I didn't even know. Right. This whole thing. Yeah, so he's the last one looking for a home. He was the only boy in the litter, so he's the last. Um, and he's probably only going to get to be five or six pounds, but he, <laughs> we joke that he's going to take flight because he's so happy and his tail just like, it's like. His tail could power a city if you tied it into one of those electrical, you know, turbines because mm-hmm. his tail. Oh, this guy. Non-stop. And he, what's interesting, because he was in a a litter of five, so with the other four girls getting adopted, he's got nobody to play with. And so... Well, you. (laughs) Me, right this moment. Uh, But yes, he's being fostered in a home with um, a cat and a pit bull, and both of them have no desire to play with a puppy. And so (laughs) he is desperate for a friend. So if you have um, an active dog in the home, or even a, a really curious cat... Or active kids. He needs you so bad. Our mascot of the week is Whitaker. He is a puppy. How old is he again? Ten weeks. Ten week old puppy. Whitaker, he's got the ears. He's got the tail. He just made puppy noises, Mm -hmm. which is even better. Whitaker is just, you're looking for a puppy to kind of just bring into your family. Yeah. Whitaker's like, play with me. He he's loves so happy. people. Yes, and he's going back and forth to me and you, and he just met you. I mean, he really does love so all of people. So <laughs> yeah. And like I said, he just is so bored right now because he needs a friend to play with. So uh, active homes, even if you just have one active dog, that would be great. He needs a friend. Um, and he's available for adoption. And remember, from now until the end of the year, Every single adoption comes with a pair of tickets to our friends at Santa's Wonderland. I know. And so there's really, I mean, even if he's not a perk enough, I mean, he is the perk, you get free tickets. Where 
can people go to meet Whitaker? Mm-hmm. Where can they go to adopt Whitaker? Where can they get more info on the waggy, wagginess? <laughs> tail i've seen on a dog in a long time yes you're going to go to our website which is longwayhome.org you can apply to adopt right there see pictures of him now the reason he got his name whitaker is because he has something on um, his eye called microphthalmia which means one eye didn't develop all the way now he sees just fine but kind of like forrest whitaker his namesake it is a little bit shrunken and, and it's cool come on it looks cool but he, he gives him a cute little face um but he just he needs a forever home He's the last one to go. He's the last one to go. So Whitaker, mascot of the week. Every Tuesday with Longway Home Adoptables. You can go to longwayhome.org to meet Whitaker. Meet all, look, Lou, I hate dogs. I want cats. A, what is wrong with you? Yeah, yeah. And B, they, they, they have cats. They have cats too. They have big dogs, older dogs, mm-hmm. more mature dogs, more puppies. More puppies. Everything. And they're Shepherd. cats. That's right. We got German Shepherd puppies. We've got, you know, we've got a nice mix right now, but um, let's get him and, and show him that boy puppies are just fine. They're wonderful. He's so awesome. I know. Longwayhome.org. April? Yes, yes sir. Got about a minute and a half okay. for you. What's up next for longwayhome.org? What's the plan for the rest of the year? So um, we're taking a well-deserved weekend off this weekend, but then next weekend is our Cup of Cocoa Night at Santa's Wonderland. That's the night that if you've ever wanted to go to Santa's Wonderland this season, go next Saturday, buy a cup of hot chocolate. 100% of those donations go directly to Longway Home. They are a big big supporter of local charities come see us um and remember still if you want to put up a there is time for a holiday tree so if you if you want to just if you want to if you have just like a a small little christmas tree you can stick up in your office or with your organization i'll send you all the graphics all the stuff you need to print out to hang little ornaments on your tree it's a great way to get us some donations especially like puppy pads i know that's not fun but puppy pads are something we always need especially with so two weekends from now Santa's Wonderland. You stop by Santa's Wonderland. Have the time of your life with your family. Oh, and get some cocoa. Yeah. That'll help Long Way Home Adopt. And we're gonna donations. Be there. You can come see me. And, come and see animals. Us. Yeah, and animals. Tons of animals. You yes. can play with them. You can ask about them. Yes. And have hot cocoa. Yes. Yeah, see them. That's in how the donations work. That's right. And then, wait a minute. Oh, and then the holiday trees yeah. are still in and that's look longwayhome.org you can i've seen the post i've seen what you have on the website cute and, and longway home does all the work you just put up the tree yeah they have the tree <laughs> digital and otherwise and everything yeah. april yes sir you've got oh isn't he, i mean it's intoxicating how cute he is well his tail it mesmerizes me i keep shutting down <sighs> have an amazing rest of your week you too i'll talk to you next tuesday yes sir Thank you for everything you and the volunteers do. Thank you for your listeners, because I know they take care of us. They love their pets. April Plemons Long Way Home Adoptables is every Tuesday part of the Louis Bellina Show. I, well, I, I got to go. They, they make me leave eventually. I am not going to be here tomorrow. I know a lot of people, the gasping, the ooing, the eyeing. We have AM Women's Basketball 1045 pregame. So I'll be back with you on Thursday. And there's a lot of people going, finally, that's how we shut them up. That's. Yes, April. No, yes. they would never, never. Are you kidding? My own family was like, finally shut up. So it's no, okay. They're going to be texting you right now saying, come back. If only. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.